been better than I expected. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is your guys' backyard fenced in? Yeah. Nice. So you can just kind of let her hang there too when you guys are outside. Yeah. Although breaking news, dude. I uh, so I pick her up Friday, bring her home, running out in the yard with her. I'm barefoot, and uh, there's like tons of fucking creatures in the grass out here. And like I always said, like I was like, now nah, you know, before I got the dog, I didn't even think about it Friday, but I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm never going out like in that grass barefoot. And I just didn't think about it. Ran out, dude. Got fucking bit by a spider. My whole foot is like swollen. Wait, how, did and you see these, the like, spider? No, I have these like two little fang marks. Oh my god! So it was probably like one of the poisonous spiders because I think there's two in the U.S. And like normally when <laughs> you get bit by a poisonous spider, that's what happens. Like you're, you know, you get swollen and all that shit. Jeez. Like, what kind of grass do you guys have in Texas that has creatures living in it? I, it's not the grass. It's just Texas. It's I think fucking, just, yeah, there's all these, all kinds of things going on in Texas. You know, rattlesnakes crawling around. Yeah, dude. And I was like, of, of course, going back to my roots of like health anxiety. I was like, as soon <laughs> as I like fish. realized that it was like a spider bite or whatever, of course, I'm like looking it up and uh, just going into these like mental thought loops of like, holy shit, man, like. I might have to lose what my foot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I see these things like, yeah, the flesh will start to like rot away. Like oh, if this God. is one particular spider that bit you. And I was like, oh my fucking God, man, I'm going to lose my mind. Is it is better it... now? Yeah, it's all right. Can we see it? Can we get that foot up on the camera? You, you, won't, you won't really be able to see it. it no. It's not like what you're thinking now. But yeah. like if you no, were no here. No necrosis. No. If you were here and you looked at it, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I can tell what you mean. It's swollen. I can see those two little marks. But uh, yeah, it was like fucking day one, round one. Just got KO'd. <laughs> like it fucking hurts to walk on and shit. So it's been annoying. Well, lesson learned, I guess. See, yeah. you needed these couple of days off. You're tuckered out between that I and uh, waking up <laughs> in the middle of the night. A couple swift punches to the fucking kidney and I'm fucking yeah. reeling. I'm on the ropes right now. So, did you guys need to buy a lawnmower since you have a lawn? No, I go out there with fucking scissors and I clip each individual. I guess I, I guess I just I just never thought about the fact that like having a lawn, you need a lawnmower. I bought a uh, a battery powered one though. Okay. So it's cordless and electric. So like it's not, easy. Yeah, not the you know maintenance that you got to do on a on a gas one, which is nice. So you're so. a full on grown up. You get to mow the lawn once a week. Yeah, I mean I push it. I'll I'll do once every <laughs> one week and a half because it, it is really annoying. Um, don't don't but, tell John Morelli that he's like every three days. Well, I, you know, well, he'd be the one out there with the scissors, like literally just cutting yeah. every little nook and yeah. cranny. I think if it were my own property, I would, I would have a little more pride in it, but I can, I can certainly understand the, uh, the reason why like grown men like look at it as like, yeah, this is, this is great. I love doing it. Cause I, you know, I look <laughs> back and it's like job well done. Yeah, you do yeah. kind of get that, you know, sense of reward, like, like a fresh haircut. Yeah, kind of. Yep, yep. So, yeah, adulting. Nice. Yeah, puppies mowed lawns. There's a fast track right there. Spider bites. Spider bites. <laughs> yeah. So if if this is the last episode recorded, it's been a good run. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we didn't been, have to end nice. on last one. Fucking. <laughs> Nick, I haven't even gone and edited it yet. I've been so fucking lazy, but uh, 
<laughs> Erica tried to get me to explain what the story Gannon told. I keep I stopped saying his fucking last name, but um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know how to fucking first and last name. His job's already out there, so it's yeah. I was like, I was half, I was half paying attention, but <laughs> he's a character. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if we were all like out drunk, it would have been a pretty hilarious story. <laughs> but him just calling in in the middle of his work shift out of the blue it was kind of like jesus christ dude it's like is anyone around you when you're telling this story you got very defensive when i was like all right well now everybody knows this is what our tax dollars pay for and he's like no 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 no, no. <laughs> hey ty sidebar yeah, sure. is there a darth vader ice cube in that drink no that was my uh my buddy carlos's that was his uh, okay. ice cube yeah, yeah he just whipped sick. that out. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, this is epic. Your it's old like man friend? Yeah. That's like something Uncle Craig would have. Yeah, dude, my my dad, I texted to my family. Uh, my dad was like, did you get that p- picture sent to you from Uncle Craig? Like, that was the first <laughs> thing he asked. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the ultimate Star Wars geek. Yeah, I was like, no. But, uh, so yeah, what's going on? It's been uh, all of 72 hours since we, uh, <laughs> yeah. since we last talked. But uh, I, I think... I think we pulled it off. I don't think we talked about politics at all. We didn't. I, we definitely didn't. We got a lot built up. Yeah. We're blue, we're blue balling right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I was happy. I was ready to explode all over this I podcast am. with politics. Yeah. So do you have a particular place you want to start here? What, what, either of you guys? Let's start Jared? with the, the hot topic at hand, Supreme Court and RGBs, RBGs. Oh, I keep fucking up her name. The notorious The notorious RBGs, RBGs death. Yeah. Little, I mean, little Ruthie. It's unfortunate because I don't think, again, we're going to disagree on much here. But yeah. Big yeah, news. It's, a, it's pretty massive news. Breaking news. Breaking news. So give, give us a lay of the land, Adam. Who who was she? What give her? Yeah, give, her... Give, give us a little bit about like what Supreme Court does. I think everybody knows Supreme Court's important, but I bet you if you were to ask most people, they have no idea what Supreme Court actually does. Okay, so <laughs> especially in the legislative process, the Supreme Court is like the has the last say on pretty much everything. They're kind of like the enforcers, right? Like how you interpret it. That, that's exactly it. what I mean. That that's what the judicial branch is all about is interpreting the laws. Yeah. So that's that is their main task. You know, any major piece of legislation has to go through them before it becomes law, before it becomes official in any sort. They, you know, if there's issues with lower courts, eventually it will make its way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court has the final say. So pretty big deal when uh, a justice passes away. But yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, definitely. On the forefront, I think Personal she's hero only, yours. Oh, huge, huge, huge fan! You know, it really a nice hit me Jewish hard. woman. I'm sure she made some incredible matzo ball soup. Absolutely. Um, Every, everyone on Twitter, uh, all of a sudden this weekend, decided that RBG was their personal hero. Yep, that's that's a shocker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just yeah. like just like Kobe, right? right? Right. I mean, she definitely was at the forefront of civil rights, um, even before she became a Supreme Court justice. So, I mean. Definitely a trailblazer. I, I want to say she was only the second woman to be, uh, you know, to be sworn in as a Supreme Court justice at the time. And, and she was 87. Imagine being 87 and making those kinds of decisions for an entire nation. I, I don't know somebody over the age of 70, I'll say 70, who I would trust with a serious life decision of their own. 
never mind. <laughs> right. Like, a Supreme Court affects yeah. 330 million Americans. I mean, and, do you guys know anybody in, in their 70s or 80s who you would trust with that much judgment? No. No, not, not, not one and, person. Yeah, I can't. Trying, I mean, I don't know that many old people. But like, you just think, like, walk through a nursing home. Like, that's oh, 70s and 80s. Bill Belichick. Pete Carroll. Is Pete's in his 70s? Are we talk- I thought we were talking about 80s. No, oh, I, think they're, I think they're I think both, they're both in their late 68. 60s. Yeah, yeah they're right. both in their late 60s. All right, so they snuck in there. Yeah, they, they, yeah they're, you know, we'll, we'll allow them in. Yeah. May, maybe Belichick, but yeah, most people know. But, um, From yeah. What I read about RBG was she was a, um, like a take no prisoners, like firecracker. I guess it was her and that guy, Scalia, who died a few years ago. Yeah. Who was like the more conservative guy. Yeah. Um, and they were two, like the ones who always butted heads and always fought, and like were kind of like the biggest, most outspoken personalities of the justices. But apparently, they had they like were a very good, close, right? yeah. They say they had yeah. a really good relationship. Honestly, that be like, nice considering if the rest of the politics is like that. I know, right? I disagree, know. but you respect each other. Can you believe it? People with differing political views could actually be friends. Yeah, that's yeah, odd. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. I don't. I honestly didn't know too much about her other than like the social justice and civil rights stuff and so, but i mean why obviously, is it a big deal why is it a big deal that a supreme court justice passed away well i mean it leaves a void in the supreme court um and obviously you know there were there were nine justices before now there's only eight and people have been talking about the numbers and how like oh like we need to have nine like we've had far less than nine like i think initially when the supreme court was set up we only had five and then it went to like seven i think it was at 10 at one point and then now eventually it found its way back to nine so i mean based on how things are structured that's it's a pretty big deal when couldn't be 10 they've do the 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 numbers have fluctuated over the years you know about that yeah it can't be even it's been even though that that, that's the thing that the numbers have been even in the past how would that make sense you could do five and five Maybe there's a tie buster. I'm just saying, if you go back tie in the, you're, you're right. Obviously, <laughs> tiebreaker. I mean, so so what happens is if there's a tie in the Supreme Court, it goes down to the lower court. To, you know, whatever that decision was before it was appealed and brought to the Supreme Court, then the lower court, the lower court that's presenting the case in general, would then decide on it. So there is a tiebreaker system. So you can have a tie. Obviously, it's not ideal, and it, I would, I think everyone would agree that having an odd number Doesn't of make justices makes sense. sense. Yeah. No, but I mean, again, if you look, look through the history, it's changed quite a bit. Like in the 1800s, I think it changed like only, um, actually, no, the 1800s is when it changed the most. Um, I don't know the exact years of when things changed, but it's fluctuated. But obviously we're very familiar with the, the, the number nine when it comes to justices. And obviously this is Trump's, this, Trump's going to have an opportunity to put a third three, person, three P third, per, third person in the Supreme court, which, you know, with with Ruth out, it's it's eight. So you have five. Ruth, you guys on a first name basis. Yeah, Ruthie, little, little Ruthie. <laughs> um, with with the eight justices now, there's what five that were sworn in by Republican. Yeah, it was you know, five. It was five and, and four. Yeah, five and, and now four. it's five and three. So I mean, for the potential to be and most likely will be a six-three. Super you know, spread in, in that's 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 massive. Yeah. Like think about and that's like, why everybody's freaking out. And, and when you talk and we've talked about this because you know 
we've, we've talked about how even in four years, uh, in, a, in a four-year term for a president, or even in, in two terms for a president, it's really hard to make your legacy last. That's how you make your legacy last, yeah. is by putting people with your thoughts and beliefs in a seat of that much power. So yeah. this is a huge deal. Yeah. And I guess the only question would be, and again, I don't know if we're going to, I don't think we're going to disagree on it, but like people are up in arm. Well, when I say people, you guys know what I'm talking about. The, the Democrats are up in arms because they feel that Trump, even though he's, it's fully within his executive powers to do so, they think it would be an abuse of power for him to do, to appoint somebody, which he already said he's going to try to do, well, not appoint someone, but throw a name out there for a vote on like Friday or Saturday, I think is what he said. So should he do it? I think what muddies the waters and makes it not a very easy answer for most people and even controversial at all is so with Obama, when he was president in his last term, um, who died? It was Scalia, right? Scalia died yeah, in, 2016. Scalia in 2016. Yep. And so it was, I think like February of 2017. What was the election year? 2016. No, 2016. 2016. It was 2016. 2016. Yeah. February, yeah. 2016. Um, and the way that a president nominates Supreme Court and then the Senate has to approve it pretty much with uh, a majority. And the Republicans refused to even have a hearing on his candidate saying it is unethical and American history to not even acknowledge a president's nomination in an election year. And now it's not even just an election year, it's five weeks out from the election as opposed to nine months out from the election. And the Republicans have completely changed their tune and said, we'll have one in in a week, even though they were the ones who literally... <laughs> Hang on one quick second. Yeah, they're like, re absolutely refuse to not even give this person Supreme Court position, refuse to even acknowledge their appointments and say, is this a good candidate or not a good candidate? Which is pretty wild. Like that was. Oh, uh, you mean by like not shitty. having the hearings? Yeah, like they didn't even do a hearing. I, do they normally do hearings though? Because I thought I, I heard from somebody that like they did for Kavanaugh because there was all these allegations, right? Um, but is that normal for them to yeah, do? Yeah, like hearings Senate not hearing? the right word. What do they do it when they appoint somebody to a position? I I think that is right because I thought that's what I yeah I, I heard this morning. There's definitely I, I I agree. I don't think the Kavanaugh thing is status quo, but. Yeah, what, I mean, they, what, what they said in the past, the thing I was listening to this morning was, you know, in uh, historically, it's just been, you know, there wasn't this crazy, you know, hyper divide. Yeah. And as long as the person wasn't corrupt, you got like a 93 to, you know, six vote or whatever. You know what I mean? You got a, an overwhelming majority. No one blank like that. And I it was just like, OK, yep. Yeah. We're going to appoint. So, yeah, you're right, Ty. That's how it was until Obama's presidency. Oh, okay. I, the, um, it was on, <clears throat> excuse me, the Hill today. They were saying how John Roberts, I think his name, he's like the chief justice. He had 78, um, like completely bipartisan senators approve him, like with no hesitation when he was right. put into office. When I don't know if that was Bush, Clinton, or what, but now they're like, they were talking about, it's almost like disgusting that this is national controversial, like polarizing news that we need to have a new Supreme court justice. Like this is part of the system. It happens all the time. People die. It yeah. shouldn't be the world is ending. And, and in the 20th century alone, this has happened in an election year, I think eight times and only twice has 
a uh, candidate for the Supreme Court not been approved in an election. So it's happened more than more times than not. You know, so this is pretty. Or they have approved or have not. They have been approved. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So like Taft, FDR, and I, I think another thing, I guess this is a separate topic, but like the whole court stacking or court packing thing that they're accusing Trump of doing, like they were, they were, they were um, going back to when FDR was pretty much doing the exact same thing. He was actually trying to increase the number of Supreme Court justices in the late 1930s in order to pass a lot of his New Deal legislation that was having a hard time getting through at the time in like the second phase of it. So people now are, are accusing Trump of doing the exact same thing, which yeah. is, it's a little different. But I mean, I understand like, you know, with, with it being this lopsided, but obviously there's hypocrisy with the Republican party here. And even Mitch McConnell, I think he used like, I think his rationale for it, cause obviously he's been called out on it and, and same with uh, Lindsey Graham and all that. But I think McConnell said something like, well, it's different now than the 2016 situation because that was a Republican dominated Senate with the opposing party in the white house where now we have the same party that controls the white house controls the senate so that i don't i'm not i'm not rationalizing it i'm just saying that's how he was rationalizing it yeah as his way to back that i I looked up so it's uh called a confirmation so every appointee has to go through a confirmation by the senate so not like what kavanaugh went through that was extra But how long they, did it happen to say how long that stuff normally takes? I do, I'm just curious because I honestly have I not really paid yeah, attention I'm, I'm to this sure. stuff. I, I think that they like spend some time to like research this person, understand their beliefs. And oh, then, yeah. Like they're they're there's basically a bench and like uh, they're all vetted way before, you know, okay. they ever come to an. So they're you know, approved before they even get on the on that final list. Yeah. Like yeah. that Trump already says he has a list and he's already yeah. said it's going to be a woman. And he said, you already made politics. About that. He already made a reference like there's like a 38 year old lady that's on the that that's on the um on the list or like the final list or whatever. Quantity I, over quality, go for a nice 30 year, potentially 60 um, year. Right, that's what I mean. Like it servitude. it makes sense that you'd rather pick someone who's going to be there even longer. You know, it's a, it's a lifelong position. So that's, it's interesting to have. Not that I know she is for a fact. I'm just assuming if if you know a Republican uh, president is going to appoint her. Um, you know, then she's going to be pro-life, but that seems a little bit weird. I thought the same thing. As soon as I heard it was a woman, I was like, hmm, are there yeah. women who are not pro-choice? But I, I guess mean, there I'm is. sure there are. Like Catholic yeah. woman. Yeah. 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 Hardcore. Oh yeah. She is Catholic. That's right. I, uh, I, was, I was listening to uh, Callahan, uh, the old radio guy, and he's a super nut job, right wing guy. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Big time. Oh yeah. And he was just like, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, the, the you know left wing just uh demonizing her because she's a catholic so i she is a catholic so that that would yeah. make sense as i guess right. to be the only excuse you could have probably as a woman to be pro-life and i mean but. it is it is funny overall though because i know we're a lot of the focus is on the hypocrisy of republicans but let's not pretend that if the democrats were in the same exact position that they would not be trying to do the exact same thing like why wouldn't they why wouldn't they want to why wouldn't they want to put people that are going to pass their policy even after that current sitting president is out of office potentially why would they not want to pack the court if they so, can't so they, they already kind of tried to do that with kavanaugh by bringing those hearings on and what they tried to do was not fill that position during trump's presidency and hope it stayed open until 2020 yeah 
I mean, it, it's, it's yeah, in the works. constitution. It's his executive right to do so. Yeah. So, so, so I, I, mean, I think your question, Adam, isn't do the Republicans and the president have the right to do this? I think the answer is definitely yes. Maybe the question well, is, my question was, should they do it? I mean, I know they have the right to do well, it. So, so how about, how about this question instead? Do the Democrats, <laughs> it's, it's after on the same 20 part. minutes of us talking about it, actually no it's it's, it's 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 a forget different lens. that it's a different lens let's look at angle. it through this lens that's uh, faces 180 degrees the other way no it faces 12 degrees to the right all right do the democrats have a, a reason and are they warranted to be outraged like they are yes i mean of course i i, you guys I think I, so i get why yeah i don't upset. think i there I, there should be that rule still intact where you know you can't do the appointment in an election year like unless you obviously what you you know you win the nomination in november right and then you can appoint them in what, Jan- january um but yeah i i think that should be the case because it's like you're you know especially for someone like trump who like you know i guess it's getting closer and closer but there's a lot of people who you know who just think this isn't going to be a close race because trump's such a, such an asshole um and if that's the case if he was it had zero chance of winning and and now gets to appoint a Supreme Court justice that could, could serve, serve for 50 years. Yeah, that doesn't seem right to it, me. It does seem like an extreme unfair advantage, but at the same time, I mean like I and I I I would have to go back. When's the last time that three Supreme Court justice seats had to be filled in one in term? One, in one term. Like I I have no idea. I don't think ever probably. I, I think this is I think this Obama is did two over two terms or something like that. Right. We'll get our so, intern to do a research project for it. Um, I will figure it out because I'd be very interested. Oh, you're the intern. Oh, I'm the intern. Oh, I don't know. You just volunteered yourself. Oh, I thought you said somebody <laughs> needs to do a research project. Screw no. the intern. I want to do it. I want to figure out <laughs> when this has happened because fuck the intern. I mean, well, like, like to, to your point, Ty. Like for one person to be able to fill a third of Supreme court justices in, in a four year span that, that, that doesn't, that, that doesn't seem like it should be able to happen to, to me. It's okay. If it, they all happened within a six month time span or all happened, uh, you know, between 2016 and the end of 2019. Then so your only, your only opposition to it is just because of how close it is to November. It needs to be during an election year from J- literally from Jan one through the end of the year, you know, there will be no, uh, nominations or not nominations, but appointments to, you know, the Supreme Court. Yeah, I mean, I get. I just, I just cr- think that's cause... that. That to me seems like a fair rule, you know, because it's and not I... like they need to fill it immediately, right? Like it's like the most pressing thing ever. They can wait. Right? Well, even with the um, who? Oh my God, who's the guy that died in 2016? I'm blanking on his name. Scalia. Sc- Scalia. When I'm pretty sure when he died, we had eight eight ju- justices for a while. It was over a year. Yeah, so I mean, Bill Kavanaugh got appointed. It's, again, it's it's not okay. like so. Yeah, we have there has out. to be an like like there are rules in place that if there were to be like a tie, like like to your point, tie, there isn't a a like a, a land rush to get to fill that seat. Land rush. That. That's a good, good yeah. Word the, like we're not we're not all racing it. to get this seat filled. It's been shown in history that they've waited a while before they've ever filled like all nine seats. I wish I wasn't so fucking lazy. I would have so many Adam clips like that. Like that would be a great one. A land rush. You guys never heard that? Uh, no. I've I mean, a picture a bunch of Native Americans running at people. At yeah. Like describe a land rush. 
I think that comes from back in the day when I think it was a, it was during the time of like popular sovereignty, like pre-Civil War, when you pretty much got to decide, some states got to decide slave. You asked, so I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> states were given the option, newer states brought into the union were given the option to decide slavery based on just the amount of people that voted for it in the, in the state. So people would literally pack certain states as soon as they became states and not territories um, just, just for the purpose of, you know, either stopping the expansion of slavery or, or adding another slave state. So I, th- I think that's kind of where it comes from, but and I could have just made would, that whole thing up. Yeah. Where would land rush? How does that connect to the story? Because people us? would literally rush into these states, like literally, because they just, it's what would, it sounds like. They rushed. Yeah. They land. rushed into the land. I don't know. But Somebody's the point is, fact check that. It's a, you can fact check it and I, I could be totally wrong, but that's my interpretation of it. And again, we've had uh, a vacant seat for a while before. Yeah. Well, you guys know why they're rushing. It's, it's transparent. I know why they're rushing, but you know, there is, you know, we get why there's, there's rushing, but at the same time, we've seen them not rush before. Yeah. What what I would say, Ty, to kind of challenge your point a little bit is that whole, you can't have a um candidate sworn in in an election year or a nominee yeah. confirmed in an election year yeah i think that was honestly just made up by the republicans because they didn't want another liberal <laughs> another left wing in there like is adam, no adam that was the rule oh, uh, but it's never a been rule. a rule it's been a guideline like adam just made the oh, point okay. earlier that there's in election years more often than not they have yeah given the people the positions yeah. oh okay it's happened so that eight was times the, the democrats the 20s, kind of yeah. blocking thing or the, sorry the republicans blocking things oh okay exactly yeah i mean I, I that still doesn't really change my mind i still think it'd be a fair thing to do but um and, and to your yeah. point ty back in the day when this would happen like you said we weren't as split as an of a nation politically as we are now so yeah. at the time it may not have been as significant because people were more or less obviously they had conflicting views being on separate sides of the political aisle but it's not like now. So I think it's an example of something that needs to get with the times and adjust to the fact that we're going to be, you know, that there's going to be, you know, this major party line between the Democrats and Republicans for the foreseeable future. And there already has been. So it feels like it's necessary to kind of at least revisit that rule. Okay. So you were trying to say a land run. Would I say land rush? Also, I mean, I guess I don't think it's land run or land rush, but it was when lands were open for the first time, it was a first come first serve. So like as we moved west, they would like fire a cannon and then people would just sprint as fast as they could. I think that was Oklahoma. I honestly think that's that's like Oklahoma. I think that was like one of the first yeah. like states that people would refer to. So, OK, so, so not was, anything about not anything like you said, but. Not, yeah, not, as, well, not as far off as it could I'm, have been. I'm glad we had to get to the bottom of a random quote I said, but thank you. Now we know. So I now wasn't that far off. Hey, all right. we all got a new uh, phrase in the vocabulary now. Land rush or run. And, and land run, yeah. All right, I want to read you guys a quote. So this was from – so you saw the Lindsey Graham um, clip I sent you this morning, right, or yesterday, whenever it was, of him saying in 2016 – yeah. His thoughts. Yeah. So this, so this is another quote from Lindsey Graham in 2018 during Trump's presidency. Quote, if an opening comes in the last year of President Trump's term and the primary process has started, we'll wait to the next election. Graham yeah, said, said like, in the event hosted. Words or something like that. 
Yep. He said, reminded, speak, reminded him that he was speaking on the record, and Graham doubled down. Yep, hold the tape. There's a Republican president elected in 2016, and the vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term. Let's let the next president, however it may be, make that nomination. Yeah, like I that was mean, I can't less wait. Than two years ago, have 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 we uh, have we gotten him on tape yet? Like responding to that? Now that he's yeah, come out it, it was. A, I think he already said like response. I don't care or something. Yeah, like it was that. like things have changed. <laughs> It was that just like, forget what I said. Yeah. yeah, you know what? This is different. I was lying. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. I, I mean, do you guys think that this like will have any impact on holding Congress accountable for the first time ever? That like people will see how slimy and just disgusting these people are? No, it's not going to change the thing. It's so messed up, man. They're, they're just all, it, I mean... They're all just total slime balls. They care about one thing and one thing only: power. That's power. it. Cha- change the rule. Change the rules as they go. I agree with Adam wholeheartedly. I think the Democrats would be doing the exact same thing if they could. They just don't have as much, big as enough balls as Republicans do to just do it and not give a fuck. Well, because you got you got this guy at the helm. I saw this the uh, the other day, and I was just fucking dying. Can't wait. Wait, can you not hear it? No. No. Damn it. I forgot to do the share screen. Hold on. Is it Admiral Akbar? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was that not a pretty good comparison? The spot the, on. The, the part that the part that made it perfect was that like if you look at both of their chin areas, yeah, they that's what I mean. very, it's, yeah, they that's, look that's very why similar. I think they're the exact same. Like if 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 Mitch like turned really quickly, his jowls would just like flap in the wind, just like Akbar's face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sean's got it up. So Sean, let's let's play that Biden clip real quick. Because if you could take care, if you were a quartermaster, you can sure and help take care of running a you know a department store uh, thing. You know, we're in the second floor of the ladies' department or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> play that again please yeah oh, God, i kind of I, I half paid attention after the 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 first part out of here why why'd you have no, to I, was, I was just i was taken back by oh okay him him just ram- rambling on i played this biden clip but i haven't I, sean's so, got sean's got it up so sean let's let's play that biden clip real quick. because if you could take care if you were a quartermaster you can sure and help take care of running a you know a department store uh, thing you know we're in the second floor of the ladies department you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> and we're gonna quartermaster and a I week from tomorrow a week from tomorrow we get to see him on full display it's gonna be fantastic Prime time i can't wait he um he got a lot of like i don't think anderson cooper uh I think he gave him the fucking yeah, dude. They they definitely agreed on the questions beforehand. Yeah, the CNN, of course. Yeah, yeah, just had by. He did much better cupped. than Trump did in the town hall. Do you see Trump? That's, what I, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm like, you know, I, I think he did better than a lot of people expected him to. He didn't have any of those crazy gaffes. Yeah, Trump's town hall. He said some cringy things. Like somebody asked him about downplaying COVID, which he was on record. I upplayed it. I he was I upplayed it. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was just like the entire nobody upplays like, COVID like me. I, I actually watched most of that, and he did have a couple questions where it was like, 
wow, man, if only Trump could be like that, like, you know, in every question he answered because he sounds yeah. measured and doesn't sound... Of course, like those ones didn't idiot. make the TV. The, no, the no. Oh, but, no you know, because they weren't as good as the cringy ones because the cringy yeah. ones were great. Um, I mean, he just, like, his defense mechanism is just, I'm going to literally ramble and not answer the question, but I'm not going to let you stop me from talking. <laughs> and so I'm just going to go off for a good four and a half minutes. About and nothing. But yeah, by the end of what I'm saying, it'll you be so far yeah, from yeah. what we started talking about that you just have to move on. This is absurd. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. Uh, all right, what else we got? Well, so, so I was, was going to ask you guys, oh, on, this, on the Supreme done. Court topic, <laughs> I think the, reas- the reason everybody... The load is blown for this set for this. Episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm primed and locked and loaded. <laughs> so I think the reason most people, especially most liberals, are so concerned is Roe v. Wade. Which is about abortion. Yeah. Women's rights yeah, to choose, yeah, right? Obviously. So do you guys think that they would actually overturn in twenty twenty abortion? No, it wouldn't happen this year. And, and no, no, sorry, sorry. I, I just meant twenty twenty and beyond, meaning the, the the era we live in now. Yeah. Do you think um, people would really have the balls to do that? I don't know. Do you, Only do you if think, they get you, pressure think... from like the administration, like the president. I think that would be the only thing that would force them one way or the other yeah and I, I, dude you know politics right it's called like even even outside of politics when you do this shit it's called politics you don't think they had a conversation beforehand when they're on when they're put on the short list that it's a handshake deal hey oh of these, course dude well of that's course. what i mean so i i don't think as humans i don't know i can't speak for them maybe they would but i don't think they would but Can you imagine the blowback yeah, I don't think it'd be worth doing that just from a political standpoint. Like that yeah, that would general. be a, as unpopular if not more than reversing gay marriage and gay rights and every the progress we made over 20 Might years. Might be more. Oh, yeah. Might be yeah. more. I mean and it, and it would be it would be the most outrageous. It's like why does that I I just don't understand. That, that's what the, I wanted to get to next. Yeah, only, I agree with you. Yeah, the only part the only argument that I'll accept and it's still not a good argument but you know, people will say, I don't want my tax dollars paying for Planned Parenthood. And it's like, sure. Okay. Uh, I see where you're sure, coming from. I get what you mean. But, dude, like, is it that bad where you need to, you want to make it law? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's... that they, you can't do that? Like, that's and, and, fucking insane. And why are they so stuck on Roe v. Wade? Like, when did that happen? The 70s? I think it's just because dude, yeah, that, that so. super religious, the, the, uh, the super we'll religious in this country are, I think, traditionally will vote Republican. So do you think that those super religious people just want to still have power? I just think they do that. I mean, religious but, people are fucking nuts to me. So I think they truly believe that it's like sinful to do that. And you can't like t- any life, it, you know, is a life and, you know, you can't murder some, you know what I mean? A, a human being. Yeah. It's basically I, like, you know, they, they think about that. Uh, I don't know, massive, whatever the fuck it is as yeah. you know, a human life. And it's protected under the constitution. The same, I mean, it, it's just weird. It's, it's like creepy to even like talk about really. And I understand like, why they may have those beliefs and you can have those beliefs for your own fucking family yeah and i would would totally support you having those beliefs 
but I can't think of why a rational person would need to die on the hill of no woman can choose what to do with her body. I don't. I, it makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Zero. Like, like, that's the first thing that comes up with this controversy is they're going to go with a Catholic who could overturn Roe v. Wade. Why? Think of all the <laughs> things we could do in this country, all the things that need addressing. Like, why can't they go with the Catholic who's going to help inner cities and, like, get kids out of poverty? Yeah. Right? And like, I, I also think that, yeah. you know, and, and just to answer your question, Jared, that was 1973 as the, as the dust was settling from the civil rights era. And, and I, I just don't think, what's that? As the dust, was as the settling. dust was settling. Yeah. <laughs> and I think at the time when that passed, obviously that's a major civil rights win, you know, yeah. for women, obviously, you know, there's no one more qualified than the three of us to be talking about abortion, but it just seems like this is not the climate that you would expect something like that to happen as like the increase, increased awareness and the spreading of civil rights for, you know, everybody and, and obviously increase for women and everything like that. So I, it'd be political suicide. I feel like, I mean, and, and, and what base I, I, we know, we all know the base of people that would be like, yeah, like finally, yeah. like 40, 50 You want to know the base the of people? You want to know the base of people that that is? Look at the video I just sent you. What do you send it by text? Yeah, it's, it's making its way. Yeah, it just sent. This is what I drove by on the highway, literally on the highway down here in Texas. It, and when you see it, is it to you guys yet? I get no. it. There are 30 cars behind the ones that you can see. Oh, my God. It's a massive Trump rally, yeah. dude. And this again, like, backyard. But, and, I, and I realize that, like, that's hardcore. <laughs> right. I realize hardcore Trump people, a lot of them think that. But there are a lot of Republicans, I think, that. Or you pocketbook know. Republicans, not well, Bible. Yeah, like they're yeah. not yeah. like, you know, they, like they're economically and fiscally Republican, but for social issues, they, they tend to lean more left. And I mean, yeah, you, you get some support from that group, but you'd also turn a shitload of people off. Like what, that's what why, would be yeah. the overall benefit of that now? That's I, why I think it's got to be a power thing. Sorry, go ahead, Ty. No, no, no. I, 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 you know, that's what I always say. Like, I wish that re the Republican Party could get their head out of their ass and, yeah. just, and just say, hey, Catholic voters like fuck off. We know you guys are gonna <laughs> vote for us anyway. You know what I mean? Like right. I doubt that enough people would stay home. You know what I mean? Because they they took that stance that yeah, hey, this yeah. is not something we're fighting for any longer. Just doesn't seem and and same with the other social issues. That. Like if they if they conceded on that stuff, which you know, again, the the, the only people that would that would bother are people who would vote Republican no matter what anyway. So I think they would dominate if they you know, just gave in a little bit on the social issues. Yeah. Have you guys uh, heard of the dude from Liberty University that like head of the evangelical church that's been in the headlines the past few weeks? Yeah, that wasn't, didn't he? Um, I think his my dad was telling me that. His wife had an affair with the pool boy. And yeah, watched, yeah. And he watched it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so this is like one of Trump's biggest supporters Trump's tied to the evangelical church, whatever that is, like the Bible Belt. And this dude runs Liberty University, a Catholic college, no, dry campus, no booze, no partying, lives a devout life. And all these things have leaked about his wife having these affairs 
and him being a cuck in all of them. <laughs> so there was a phone call that leaked the other day that I listened to where it's her talking to one of her, their students at the school about the affair as the husband is also on the phone having a three-way conversation about their affair and being totally cool with it. So the reason I'm even bringing this up is it's people like that who are all about being holier than thou. They're all fucking at, fake. At, They're all fake the biggest shitheads in the be, planet. Dude, fake as can be. Nobody actually like cares about shit like that. I, I really don't think so, unless they're crazy. And well, I mean, it, no and sense. I think the people that probably did, I mean, it's Maybe. a dying breed now. Yeah, I mean, like, I totally we're, like the, the, the church is going to be, I mean, hopefully the church is going to be in big trouble in the next 10, 20, 30 years. <laughs> I would hope. No, I it just, it's ridiculous because like their, their base is just slowly dying off and people, most normal thinking people don't think like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a great like story that, you know, my dad would always tell me we would talk about where just kind of to your point, Jared, that they're all fraudulent is like there was this uh, either congressperson or senator somewhere in the South and he was staunchly against gay marriage. Like it was something he ran on, very important to him, uh, had a following for it. And his son came out as gay and he was like, Okay, yeah, actually, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, why don't you fucking think for one goddamn second beyond what's in front of your two fucking eyes and think, okay, well, what if this, this were to happen to me? What if this were to happen to someone I know? And they don't because yeah. all they care about is pandering to fucking people, like, you know, the Bible thumpers or Bible humpers, whatever the fuck we call yeah, them. Yeah, and what happens even I like both of those things. Bible humpers. <laughs> I've never heard of either of those, but I like it. <laughs> I was going to say, what happens even more than that is they'll catch those same dudes getting their dick sucked by their male intern in their office, like, all the time. That turns like Jared that on. Big, big fan. <laughs> um, the only right. other comment I was going to make up. Christ, is, hey, dude, dude, it's a big topic. Man. What else this, do you have to talk is, about? This is why. He's still coming. This is why we put people to sleep. Is because we go on for. <laughs> I think this is an one hour of the more interesting combos we've had. What are we in a rush it. to get to? No, go, no, go, go, go. The um, so the <sighs> last two, the last two appointees Trump has made, have voted against him two times in a row in the Supreme really. Court. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. So it was um, DACA, so the Dreams whatever oh, Act, right? Yeah, yeah. and healthcare. Yep. And both of those were him trying to change or something like that. And he lost both. And his two appointees voted against him. So what it's making me think is like, is this really as politicized as we're making it out to be? Or do these Supreme Court justices have a good enough head on their shoulder to know you can't just make blind partisan judgments here? I, I would like to flatter. think that that's out of the, I would out hope of the that... three branches of government. That's the least, <laughs> if we yeah. want to put it political, you know, there is because they make yeah. the ultimate. Decisions. At least it should be. Yeah, so you yeah. might be right. You might be right. We might be thinking too much into it, but I can certainly understand why it can make people nervous, you know? Yeah, because but... like, I'm not even thinking back to like when that Scalia stuff happened. I don't even remember hearing about it in the news. Do you? Like when no, they... no. no I mean, that was so far out of our you know, sphere of care. Yeah, I didn't get that. And, and I, I think that the only reason then. why we didn't care and hear about it, though, is because, like, today's news cycle, dude, is just... Ah, we're older. We pay attention more. Yeah, but 2016, like, 
we were old enough to know a little bit about what was going on, right? I should have. I just didn't. Yeah, I, didn't pay I, I, I personally did not really care well, that much about I d- it. I just don't remember it even being like major headlines. Maybe it's because we weren't paying attention, but I also feel like the- I think current, Trump has a little to do with yeah, that. The but, Trump yeah. and the current news climate and yeah. everything is catastrophic, or as CNN said in that article I sent you guys today, apocalyptic-like, right? Yeah. Everything's apocalyptic. So oh, yeah. that's, that's what's making right. it sound like maybe it's more. Everything's the end of the is. world. Everything's nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. And where does it always land? Somewhere in the middle. Thank you. This is a completely out of context, but I think it's, it's, it was her at some point, like or another here. It's only like a 25 second clip, but her talking about the Supreme Court vacancy. Uh, listen, listen to Pelosi here. I think this is some sort of like technical malfunction, but it was fucking funny. And states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early for voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution <laughs> of the United States. Dude, and if you could see it, oh like the God. visual of Stephanopoulos, who you know would like, you know, he would love to jump in there and try to save her. He is like, his face almost looks frozen. <laughs> Get like can't believe Nile fucks out of there. <laughs> Dude, that, Jesus that's, our, that's our puppet master, man. If Biden's in there, she's the one pulling oh, the strings. Oh, God. That's awesome. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. All right. Can we fucking please move on, Jared? We can move on. Any more political <laughs> topics, Mo? You sure? I mean, I can keep going if you guys want. No, no. Oh. no. We hit. We hit it. Um. So LeBron's back in the news. Did you guys happen to see what I I sent you? Yeah, I didn't look at it though. Can you explain that to me? Well, again, it it, it always comes back to like, does he really wonder why he's hated as much as he is? Do you like, think he knows I, I, he's hated? That's what I mean. Like, it, with someone as big of an ego that he has, like, you have to start wondering, does he even realize, like, anything that he says or, or, or what he says half the time, his dumbass quotes, just make him look so foolish. So, yeah, in a recent... All his fans, like, eat it up. So, I don't oh think... Oh, my God. Really, they fucking love it. he's insulated to it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think he's insulated, too. I don't think he realizes people hate him who's not... It's LeBron, Maybe not. Maybe not. Lovers and haters. Today, uh, not, I think it was yesterday or today. I forgot because I think they're up two zero in the in the in the yeah. uh, Nugget series right now. That's probably going to be a at best a gentleman sweep. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably hopefully hopefully see LA in the finals. Hey, can we not get through this episode without lashing at him for falling asleep yeah, no, again? Right, two of the biggest games of. The entire a game seven, run. but to be fair, spin zone, down spin zone. Each game I've fallen asleep at the end of, we've won. So <laughs> keep doing it, dude. Maybe there might be something keep those there. Dude, flowing. It's funny because yeah. like the first time, now to get off topic, but it is kind of funny because I, I, I even I'm laughing at it, even though like I wake up and like. I'm just like flummoxed. It was like, oh my god! <laughs> I just, yeah, what you can just throw that, throw another word and another quote at him, a quote from Adam. I woke up from the first one and I was legit. I was legitimately like, "Holy shit!" Like I fell asleep. I can't believe I fell asleep. The second time I did it, because Emma was on the couch next to me when the game was on, I wasn't even fully laying down, and she took a video of me and I was like halfway laying down, but also just like half supported with my arms on my chest, and I was just like this. <laughs> did you? And you you were out for a while too. 
You're pathetic. I, I, I just, I just was trash. I guess I don't know. How many I, did I just, you have? I mean, I drink. I didn't drink anything but double IPAs from like three o'clock in the afternoon until probably like eleven o'clock, and I go like half. Why do my you do cap. that to yourself? Because when I get in a zone, I'm just. He I just keep about drinking. water. Forgets yeah, water exists. I don't. I did not drink a drop of water that day, so that didn't help. But um, how are you not hungover and like miserable the next day? I mean, I don't I'm feel over just thinking about no water. <laughs> well, you and I are different breeds. Are yeah. you he- are you healed yet, Mo, from the uh, coronavirus that you got? <laughs> have, you cleared, have you cleared quarantine yet? Uh, I didn't quarantine. But, but anyway, ninety nine percent healed. What an so, yeah, asshole! I, this kid is the most afraid kid on the planet from the virus, and he doesn't. I'm not quarantine. at all. <laughs> So yeah, I, I am I'm not happy about falling asleep, but I will say we're two and zero when Adam falls asleep in like the end of the third, beginning of the fourth. But you know, I just can't right, lay I didn't down. Mean to interrupt. It's all good. But anyway, so LeBron, uh, you know, regular interviews, and in the clip I found, I didn't I didn't hear the exact question, but based on his based on his answer, it was pretty much, you know, something critical, something like at least mildly critical. And again, he was already bitching about, you know, not winning the MVP and all that stuff. So his, his quote pretty much was that if any Jared of my, looks very intrigued, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I totally zoned out. Sorry. It's not, it's not political. So it's it's just your voice. You have a good radio voice, Adam. You just, you, do. you just lull him like just, a baby. Good nighttime <laughs> like radio. a little lullaby, a monotone lullaby. So anyway, he pretty much said that any critic that would step into the arena with me would lose 10 out of 10 times and then just got up and walked away. Is and he that mean was basketball or is it gladiator? Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, it, it seemed, I would guess it was probably basketball, but he seemed kind of like angry and hostile about it. So I don't know. I mean, it'd be funnier just to assume he meant like just beating the shit out of somebody, <laughs> but I'm pretty, I'm assuming it was basketball related, but just like, you know, classic LeBron, any sort of like light criticism, he could just cannot let it go. Crumbles. And he just gets so butthurt. And then he has to like say, well, if anyone criticized me, if you wanted to play basketball or fight, because I don't really know what he meant, you can just, you can meet me at the arena and I'll beat you 10 out of 10 times. It's like, oh, cool, dude. Like you're a physical specimen and you're arguably the greatest basketball player of all time in some way. And you think it's funny and you think it's interesting and like, Ooh, I got him. When you make a quote like that, it's just, he just gets flustered and walks away at the end of the video. I sent you guys. It's like, you know, I paraphrase the quote, but that's pretty much what it was. I mean, he like, dude, you're a fucking grown ass man. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he's like are, 35, 36. I mean. Like he's old. Yeah. You're a father of children. Like set an example, dude. Like, not that he's, like, a bad example. But no, no. Things just like that. It's little just, things. Like, yeah, it's, it's just... It just shows a, how insecure he is. That's like, what I mean. It's like... I almost feel like even if, like... wrong with you? We've accomplished one one millionth of what LeBron's accomplished. And if people were crit- as critical to us as they were to him on, like, social media, he was like, oh, well, we're not going to listen to those losers. <laughs> like, right. If we, and especially if we were the best, like, literally on the planet, on this, yeah. the globe... The globe, the best yeah. person to, to do what we do. If someone were criticizing us, we'd especially be like, uh, okay. Like, yeah, you, you just yeah. brush it off and you move on. Yeah. Like, he gets all, he gets his serious face on. And 
as like this grumpy look the entire time. Like, dude, just brush it off. Like, like any other major athlete would do, just brush it off. You, you think TB12 would ever even give the haters that level of attention? I do in that you, you feed Never. their fire. Well, someone like him, he Never. would just like, he would just kind of laugh and like, and play it off. Like, yeah, like a yeah, lot of people would. It. Yeah, he would just be like, would, ah, like, you know, whatever. It would and, mean something to him inside. And he might say it to his, his family and friends, like, fuck that, man. I yeah. thought I should have won it. But, but not to the camera. To the camera, he's going to say, this is a team sport. I don't care about personal yeah. awards. I just yeah, want to win. Was, that was pathetic that he was complaining he didn't win the MVP. Oh, it's <laughs> pathetic, dude. It but again, really it couldn't look any thirstier if you tried. But like you guys said, maybe he just is extremely well insulated that he, li- he really just doesn't hear about any of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's he hears about some of it, but there, it's just an overwhelming I mean, obviously he hears about some of it, but like he... Like just swinging off that yeah. fucking banana hammock. Yeah. Speaking I, of I, the fan... Sorry, Jared, you can go. No, I was just going to say, I don't remember where I heard it, but like a lot of people say people who are that rich and famous, you don't hang out with anybody who's not on your payroll. So like you do become so insulated, you just totally lose perspective of reality. Your right. friends are your managers. Oh yeah, he surrounds your himself. Members mortgages. Like they, there's nobody... Yeah, but- that's not a really great excuse because, like, think about how many pro athletes are normal fucking people. Agreed. Agreed. But LeBron's I don't think different, all of them have as but... big of a posse and are as obnoxious as he is. No. Agreed. That's why. I mean, he is definitely He's created level. that bubble. Yeah. Definitely. But go ahead. Um, no, I was just going to say, they, I mean, Barstool made a big deal about this. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but, like, a video got released of, of little Bronny smoking a J. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. And I then Barcelona just having like a field day with it. It's just, you know, again, not a huge deal at all, but it's just funny because it's LeBron and, and like all the, all the news about like him giving his kids wine and everything like that. And then like, you know, the weed stuff now, it's just kind of funny. But if I'm you know, LeBron, I smack things. that kid across the head and say, you're 13. You think this is a good way to start your young adult life? Like you got nothing handed to you, kid. You don't get videos on the internet of you smoking weed. I love yeah. how I, I instead think- he's going to say, Hey man, you can't listen to the haters. Like, yeah, you're you're the king for the re, you're the heir to the throne for the re- yeah, for a reason. Yeah, and this you know? kid's gonna be got no chance at life. Then. You can't let anybody tell you you are the greatest. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he'll say in response to a situation like that. For your kid getting caught smoking weed on a fucking yeah. social media, thinking he's oh, never mind. And one last thing about LeBron parenting is is I think there was because his son's name. I mean. And this is going to be a dumb question. Is his name actually Bronny or is his name LeBron James Jr.? LeBron James Jr. Okay. And I remember there was like a, like right before he was going to start high school. I think he's in high school now, right? Something like yeah. that. Whatever, like some competitive team, some, some high school thing, whatever. And someone asked him about like, you know, obviously, or asked LeBron about obviously his son following in his footsteps. Like, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him. <laughs> you named him LeBron <laughs> James Jr. You just, you just wanted to, how long have you been waiting to break that one out? Well, we just brought it up today, but it, like, I know, it's perfect. But he, like that is the most, I, I, that is the most Adam thing. When I think about Adam talking sports, like just shitting on LeBron you named him LeBron, James. but it's it's super valid. It's like I didn't yeah. want to put any pressure on that. That that's like Michael. I know Michael Jordan. He named this kid Michael Jordan Jr. Like, why are you naming your kids after you when you're arguably the great? Like, you don't want to put pressure on them. How is that not the most pressure? You ever see Magic possibly? Johnson's kid? I know. Let me. If I don't remember his name, let me just pull up a picture of him. It'll blow your mind. Is his name Irving Magic Johnson? No, isn't he a the her at this point? Yeah, he's a her. Oh, okay. Um, EJ. 
What's EJ. EJ's name? Might just be EJ. Irving Jr. <laughs> this is Adam. Google, because I can't send you the picture. Google EJ Johnson. Is it sad that I don't, I've never heard of this person? Oh, my goodness. EJ, EJ's 6'2", of fabulous. <laughs> Dude, guess when, his, guess when his birthday is. What? June 4th, 1992. That's hilarious. Wow. That's, wow. You got one I, year. Um, I got a lot in common with this guy. Or did, girl. Um, or, did you guys ever hear the conspiracy <laughs> theories about, or, uh, yeah. about how Magic Johnson got AIDS? Banged what are you doing spreading conspiracy, conspiracy theories now? I don't remember where I heard this one either. I forget where <laughs> I hear all this shit. But there was, um, there was a lot of theories. And, you know, Rob Lowe used to, like, ride the bus with the Lakers and, like, party with them in the 80s. Yeah. There was a lot of times that uh, Magic Johnson, Rob Lowe, and Arsenio Hall would just disappear into Magic Johnson's room and not come back till the morning. And people thought they did a lot so they of just gay stuff gang-banged each other? Hey, I mean, I never heard of a guy getting AIDS from a girl. <laughs> so, that's, con- that's conspiracy theories by Mo. Yep. All right. So back to your, back to your normal programming. Yeah. That, right, that's, what, a, that's an on LeBron, but I thought what, it was what funny. What else we got? The China social scores. Oh, that was such a great. That was why you guys all saw that Black Mirror episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about the China social scores like in a headline, but I haven't like dove deep into it. Ty, you want right, to wanna... fill the listeners in? No, I, I didn't. I, it's been like a, two weeks since I read it, so one of uh, you guys got to do it because I have I, that on I my didn't list. Even read like, it. Two all right. Ago. Well, pretty much. So no, I'll, I'll try to remember. Did you read okay. it, Adam? Yeah, I, re- I read most of it. I, I I know what it's about. Okay. Lay it out. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do it? <laughs> you sure? You just said you wanted to do it. I'll do it. Okay. So All right. Let me, it, just pay, let me just pick it up. <laughs> fuck out of here. So China is pushing out. I think they're almost, I think they're done with the trial stage of the, was it the social, like the social credit? Yeah. Social credit system. By, by the way, our system. listeners must really appreciate the fact that before almost every story we read, at least two of us are like, no, nah, I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. very well and then we proceeded to just go off on the take about it. Anyway. So China is pushing out the social credit system. And for those of us who have seen the black mirror episode, when it, it's literally like, it's not even an exaggeration to describe the black mirror episode and just say, okay, that's, that's what China's doing because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So you literally rate people. It, it, the whole idea is it's an incentive-based system to make people just be better people. You know, like not speed, not litter, be kind to others. And there's perks if you have, like, I think the scoring system's from like three-something to like nine-something. Obviously, three-something being the lowest. Nine-something, you're like the perfect citizen or in their eyes. And by doing good things and your score going up, you can get like lower interest rates on loans. You can like get travel perks and stuff like that. And I I actually watched a video on today. There's somebody who has a super low score who I guess stole something. I forget exactly what he did or no, he, he, he had a, um, he went to court for something. He never paid a fine. And now he's like blacklisted from like all of these businesses for like job opportunities. And it's a very, like, it's like big brother. I think they said it perfectly in the video. It's like big brother meets big tech. They have like increased camera footage, 
everywhere. They're being spied on 24-7, and that yeah, impacts literally. them, too. That's like so they get caught. Scary. And in the cameras, Dude. like, it's obviously all in, China, you know, in, in Mandarin or Chinese or whatever, but, like, it would show up, like, with their names. And, like, obviously, <laughs> I can't read it, but, like, their names and their data. your best try at one of the names you saw. Dude, it's all symbols. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what do you? I would just say, say it out. What you think it sounds like? Yusheng. <laughs> Xiang. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's pretty good, dude. That's all I wanted. <laughs> but it's a super creepy. What, what what was once a super creepy idea is now a super creepy reality in this world. Um, yeah. And I and luckily for COVID, I mean, I shouldn't say luckily for COVID, but I guess one perk just in the minds of people who would be super skeeved out by that, it's sort of delayed right now because they obviously aren't going balls to the walls with it right now, like getting it out to everyone else after the trial is done. But, I mean, that's fucking wild. Like, I, when, until you said that, Ty, I had never heard of that before. And I know, like, yeah, the articles This is, like, like, the second or third city they've implemented it in, in China. Yeah, it's – I mean, how do you guys think it would fare? I would be looking for the quickest water outlet and raft – to get the fuck out of China. <laughs> so maybe not, I guess you're not going to fare well. Is that what you're saying? I hate China more than almost anything on this earth. China. Yeah. Hate them. Absolutely hate them. And like, obviously this whole system is fucked up, but what's even worse, dude, you can't trust the Chinese government to treat you fairly. Like even if this system is in place, you're like, all right, as long as I behave, I'm good. All you got to do is get one enemy into the Chinese communist party, or whatever it's called. You're fucked. Right. I remember we talked about all the stuff in Hong Kong. They were arresting people for nothing and making up these charges. And um, what are they extraditing them to mainland yeah. China? You can't trust these Chinese people. Did you see and Mulan was getting blackballed? Yes. But I, I also heard too. Mulan had no singing, which no music Ooh. at all, which means maybe it should have been blackballed. How do you fuck Mulan up like that? Whoa, I don't want music. I'm fucking, that's why I hate Disney movies is the fucking singing. But isn't that what you remember most about all Mulan back in the day? Like those songs? I mean, I yes. remember a lot of the Mulan songs. But, that, yeah. that was my favorite movie growing None up. of them are in the movie this time. Right, but it's live action. Like it's real. It'd be kind of weird. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't remember from the Jungle Book or. I don't want the same exact yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, that's give me a live Lion action. King was the exact it was. Same movie. It was awful. It, but they said it was live action. It was. Not CGI. live action. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was not live action at all. Yeah. So, and uh, another thing, oh, uh, I was gonna say, how the fuck we get to Mulan? So yeah, social well, writing. Yeah. And, and, and in that video, <laughs> I watched this. China. In that video, I watched. Um, I think it was like CNBC that that did the uh, the quick little story, and they're interviewing people, and at the end, the um. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening, dude. I'm this stuff interests me. Is my voice that therapeutic or oh that boring? God. Yeah, Jesus it's very Christ. therapeutic. I'm yeah, listening. Don't worry. Awesome. I know exactly what you just said. CNBC guy. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much the guy was like, you know, we interviewed lots of people. I'm paraphrasing. It was like, there hasn't been much criticism of this new, new system. It's like, yeah, you think? Right. You think they're going to speak out against this, this new system, speak out against yeah, the Chinese dude. government? Like, no Very strange way. that there's no... Social justice to, protests. In the everyone street. seems to love it because <laughs> they just get gunned down. I even get sketched <laughs> out. Kind federal of. government. Yeah, dude. It's like get the fuck back inside. <laughs> Do you think uh, Chinese people know how bad they have it, or probably no. not because they're so sensitive? I don't think they're allowed no, to know how bad. Yeah, they have like it. like whenever I talk to a person at work nah, who's like, in mainland China, like I feel bad for them. Like Jackie Chan and the Mulan actress, they all defend China. 
even though they've like they know exactly what it's like to be in a free country. They've been in America. They still, they have no, they which, have no you know, choice. I guess it's, it's that cultural pride part. Maybe of it you're too, right. Like, like they yeah. could come back. You mean if they started shitting on China? <laughs> Probably, mean? dude. You've yeah. seen what's happened with Inez Cantor. He, right. he was edited out of the fi- the playoff games he's appeared in when they were televised. <laughs> That's <already>. awesome. <laughs> I respect That's that. Insane. I respect that movie. They, the they are the they are consistent. We'll yeah. give them that. But I, like that takes a hell of a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. <laughs> and that's Cantor has Think the about the time. Out. Think about the manpower and the hours it's going to take to block out every image that that guy's been in on all those basketball games. Yeah. Well, luckily for Turkey. Is that where he's from? Yeah, he's Turkey. From Turkey yeah. yeah, luckily for them. He doesn't get many minutes aside from the last couple of games. Yeah. So that's, that's been true, easier. Yeah. He wasn't playing that much, but. but yeah. It was Turkey where they cut up that journalist and put him in a suitcase? Or was that Saudi Arabia? It was like national uh, news, like global news. It sounds like Taliban. Yeah. It sounds a little xenophobic to me, if you yeah. want to why be honest. Z- why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? You're like, oh, yeah, what, what, the guy that got cut up into pieces and thrown in the, the, uh, the uh, suitcase, is that. Which Middle Eastern country was that again? <laughs> no, dude, it was a real story. <laughs> Journalist cut up and put in suitcase. <laughs> Turkey. Dude, you'd be losing yeah, so Khashoggi, many points. Yeah, Khashoggi, dude. It was CSC. Khashoggi. It was dude. Yeah. He was a Saudi journalist dismembered and put into five suitcases because there was security camera footage of him walking into a room and then five suitcases coming oh out my. of the room. How do you think uh, he would fare in the SCS, the guy who did that? What's SCS? The, the social credits, whatever the thing is in China. Oh, the grading um, system. The grading system. How do you think he'd fare? He'd probably break the system because they never <laughs> saw him again. <laughs> do you think you'd survive? Like, what grade do you think you'd have based on your history in the public? Who are we talking to? One of the two, you idiots. Whatever one, whichever one wants to answer I first. Think I, I don't think I'd excel, but I think I'd be okay. I mean... I think I'd be if like the scale is accurate. It was like three fifty to nine fifty. I think I'd be in like the seven to seven fifty range. What do you I think, would, Mo? I'd be. I think I'd be around there too. I yeah. mean, well, like, is it all about just being a good guy? Well, it's it's speed. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally like, about it's, like following like very rudimentary like <laughs> like rules. like social norms. Like we, we wouldn't even call them rules. Just like social norms, like things you're just expected to do. Like they're they're making it an actual grading system. I think I would do okay. I'd fucking hate it, though. Yeah, I'd you'd rebel it. against it. Oh, you'd just tank it. your score. <laughs> you'd be uh, you tied, tied up in the town. living under a Chinese bridge. Dude, yeah. a, a black van would come to your home in the middle of the night. We wouldn't see you ever again. Pretty Here's quickly. a question on China. Do you think the world would be better with China or without China? be a lot more expensive without them. <laughs> it definitely would. Dude, you think iPhones are expensive now? I know. Yeah, I, I, I just look at the fucking sweatshirt and turn it over and like, $68? Jesus. <laughs> Boy, do I miss China. <laughs> so, all right, so the answer is we're better with China. From, yeah, a, consumer, right now. from a consumer standpoint, yes. All right, well, right. Let, let, let's take the selfish consumer out of this question. <laughs> <laughs> let's look at the you, geo, Are you saying you want to like focus more on the human, the human rights aspect of it? Yeah, and... the, the impact on the world. Because I, I feel strongly... Yeah, we know you talk. hate the Chinese. So you no, want to drop, you wanna drop a hydrogen bomb say, on China. I was going to say the opposite. It. A rising tide rises <laughs> all, all boats, boats lifts yeah. all boats. 
And China's lifted a lot of fucking boats in Southeast Asia. But I'd still drop a hydrogen. You're just bomb. thinking about <laughs> You're just thinking about your Filipino buddies. I mean, dude, without like Actually, they're not friendly with China, right? No, they hate China. Yeah. But think about it, without like having some manufacturing and stuff over there and them selling products to US, China, other big countries, like yeah, all their Filipino friends would it, right? still be farmers. Hey, I, I know, but right. So good I, I still love way to, my, way to go 50, 50. <laughs> I was going to say you, you were right. So you were somewhere in the middle. You, you stood true to the podcast, but I think my favorite part, and I, I mean this sarcastically about China is, is the Island thing when they're literally just building islands in, in the, the middle of the ocean in the South China sea and like near Japan, just to, you know, just gain more, you know, autonomy over the, over the sea and to just continuously, like no matter all, the the number of sanctions that have put them and put against them by the UN for doing stuff like that, just like fuck it, we're just yep. gonna keep building random islands just to increase our our power over over shipping routes and everything like that. Like I, that's probably one of my favorite stories of China. I just feel like even though they're obviously a booming booming uh, you know country, um, even though they're still. Uh, you know the biggest country, the biggest country in the world, right? And they're still growing in terms of population. Yeah, astro- they're still growing in an astronaut. What do they have? One point five billion people, something crazy. Like yeah, that, I I just think like it's it is impressive though. Like I, just, I feel like that's an old culture, and like they're just like super crazy. Like you know, China versus the world mentality is pretty awesome. Like we kind of have is. a similar mentality, like America for against sure. the world for sure, but. Theirs, I think, is crazier. Like theirs is is Chinese government versus the world. Ours is American people versus the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's freedom. Freedom built this country. Innovation. My fear would be mo mo twenty twenty four. My my fear. But I think freedom most, built this country. <laughs> it did, dude. It did. Um, is that I could totally see a path where China is the world superpower in ten twenty years. And think about I'll how take. much influence America has in the world right now in geopolitics, and we have over less since the Cold War. The world's going to be a scary, scary place if China's got that much influence over the world. Well, I don't think we're going to even have 10 to 20 years, Mo, because you, did you guys hear what um, a, a um, company is doing in New York City or what they have done? Tell there, me more. There's a, a few scientists, like, you know, obviously studying climate change and and the abuse of natural resources. And they have a clock up in Manhattan. That's like, uh, it's like, it's a cool looking clock. It's like right on the side of like a major building, like right on the glass. And it's supposed to be like earth's not biological clock, but pretty much saying like we have a doomsday seven, clock, essentially a doomsday oh, clock. That, that gets most dick hard. <laughs> no, that gets so dick hard. This, there's like seven years and like a hundred and something days left before like the, the world earth becomes is- inhabitable. Well, not uninhabitable. Not, not, not uninhabitable, but to Isn't the point where is it inhabitable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll become inhabitable again. But yeah, until like we I mean, that's fucking laughable. Yeah, that's not real. It, it's it's a little out there, obviously, if, but it's if a they lot said, if, out if, there. If they said a thousand years or twenty five hundred years, I'd say, Okay, I believe you. I would even believe them if they said <laughs> I, I just wish I just wish it'd come out and say a thousand years and everyone can just, you know, chill out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'd believe him if they said in seven years we'll go to the point where we've done irreversible damage. Well, I'd believe that, that. 
that that's that's what it was. I, I didn't say it would be uninhabitable. I said it would be like to a point where we've depleted the resources to an extent, or the major resources where there's no coming back. Extent where there's no coming back. So the that. clock starts ticking in and seven the uptick years. of like you know you look like what's happening in California with earthquakes. California and- is effed. I that like that's scary living in California right now, dude. Every yeah. year these fires, man. Every single year. Mm-hmm. And, and and they're in the middle of the dry season. I think so I'd rather live in China. Nothing. <laughs> the, the, God, the place your mind that, the is, place you're like living you, in a fucking ping pong table. You, no, the place I, that you I would just totally wipe down with a hydrogen bomb. I, totally I think, it, I think it's a little California. bit of a stretch though to, to tie the fires and the global warming together. I think that's a little convenient. I mean, whatever they're, I whatever they're I mean, caused by, they sure they suck. I know. I I'm just saying that they've been relation. happening for they have forever. They, yeah, yeah, they've happened forever. I guess it's just the fact that they're, I don't know. They're, they've gotten worse. Compared, like, they're just getting worse, you know, and, and they're, they're taking well, longer to, yeah. to take down and, and all that. I, I, you know, I'm not a cr- climate change denier, but it's like, okay, well, what happens maybe for the next five straight years if they get progressively better? Then it's like, well, we're good. Fuck. So all, all the climate change will be like, shit. <laughs> they'll be starting yeah. their own fires. Um, all right. What, what else do we have to uh, close us out here? Um, oh, 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 wait, I had something. What do I have here? Oh, ooh, um, you had school. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You had a uh, school on your list, right? Uh, Adam? I did. Yeah, yeah. I had school on my list. Distance All right. Learning. So I'll get you, uh, get you fired up here with a little sound. Um, okay. All right. So this was some, fu- I don't even know how I fucking stumbled upon this on Twitter. It was trending. I think one day that I happened to be looking, but um, this was audio from uh, the LA uh, county public health director um, on a conference call um, and it's talking about like when they expect K tw- K through 12 to reopen. So I'll, I'll play this. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, but I did receive a recording of Dr. Barbara Ferrer doing a conference call with a collection of school nurses, school administrators, other education and medical professionals. And the basic premise of the phone call was to update everyone on the status of where the county is with respect to opening schools. Now, I listened to the audio, and um, I'm just going to play this. This is an excerpt from this audio, but I'm just going to play it now and then then let you folks react, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. School's going to need some up, uh, and then what is the experience around um, cases and outbreaks uh, when we open even for a relatively small number of people to be on campus? So we uh, don't realistically anticipate that we would be moving to either Tier 2 or to reopening uh, K-12 schools at least during, uh, at least until after the election, after, you know, in early November. Like, when we just look at... After the election. <laughs> what do you think about that? About, about them not wanting to open schools until after the election? Or about the them publicly reference the election. Oh. Yeah, I mean, could have been. I'll say off the top, could have been just a. She could have just been using it as a just general a time term frame, time frame reference. But is that yeah, would that odd. not be the worst possible <laughs> reference in time you could use? Like it seems like she they that was a plan to me. Like she had that time in her head of November third, and she couldn't just say until early November. Yeah, it, it's a little odd. Election. It's a little odd that, that she picked specifically that. Couldn't have said like the end of like the first semester or the end of like 
quarter one or quarter two. Yeah. To your frustrations, either you know, it was two weeks ago now about mm -hmm. you know Gina. Not that it was the same situation at all. It wasn't just the frustration no, no. with you know local government overseeing you know something like a school reopening. I just I heard that and I was just like, oh god. <laughs> where was where like, was that? L.A. That was Los okay. Angeles. Shocker. They're the worst. Right. It's just like it, it's. It, you know, it's become so politicized on both sides. It's just fucking wild. When it shouldn't be at all. It's just, nope. it's just ridiculous. But, you know, again, but not, not that we're surprised because that's an underlying theme with a lot of things we talk about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, week one in the books, it was really weird because as of right now, there are the only kids that are in the schools right now, at least in Cranston, are the special populations, like self-contained life skills, you know, special ed in general. So very small groups of kids that all travel together. And is it the, the same with the teachers? Only the special teachers are in? Um, so there, yeah. So if you have a kid, if you have, if you have a caseload or a group of kids that you're responsible for, you have to be in the school. Cause just like if, you know, you were teaching normally, but we have the option, like my kids, assuming we stay on track, I won't be getting my kids back in school until like mid October. So you're not a special teacher. I'm not a special ed teacher now. No, meaning like you're not special enough as a teacher, like slow enough. Like you said, the slow teachers they let in too, right? They need extra supervision. Oh, that was, that was funny. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. <laughs> Good one. I, wow. I, I, I thought you were just wow. talking about the special ed teachers, but I, I, well, I, 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 tried I understand that you were trying you to. Yeah, you didn't get my boat, so I'm, I should have dropped it. Yeah, that's okay. So I'm, I'm the special teacher, huh? Good I'm going to have to get a, uh, <laughs> I have to get a laugh track sound. Or a wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but um yeah so i've been going into school and just teaching remotely from my laptop and my desktop and you know if your kids aren't physically in the school right now you have the option to stay home and teach but like you know jig jared you've seen my place it's not a big place and yeah you know emma's on the on the phone all day and on video calls and everything so it just makes sense for me to go in, even though the Wi-Fi at my building is atrocious. So I can only imagine what things will look like when that school's filled up again. Oh my God. What are you guys going to um, do? Everything's distance learning, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be a hybrid model, but like I'm, I'm when, I, when it's all said and done, I will be, ha I will have kids in front of me that I'm teaching while at the same time being in front of my laptop and teaching kids at yeah, home. Yeah. Well, that's my point. And the kids will be yeah. on their devices too, right? So how the hell are you going to make um, that internet um, work? So they're, Right. So they decided to not allow any kids to use any devices in the classroom. Okay. So now it's just going to be like old school, old school in the, in the, in the school. And then that'll be fun to enforce. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we can't technically, we can't say don't bring your phone, but they're right. going to bring their phones. Exactly. Um, I think, I think what they're going to do is they're going to like limit the network accessibility or like just lock the passwords in general, but then again, they That's can still, but they can still go on their phones. So like, yeah. I don't care. I don't mind if they have a phone because I can use the phones for things in the classroom because I use it all the time. So I do have to go a little old school once mid-October gets here, assuming we are on track because, you know, there have already been outbreaks in schools in Rhode Island. So what have they done? Send those kids home and anybody who's coming in contact with them? That's pretty much it. I know Johnston, I think um, – one school in Johnston, I think it might have been the high school, a kid got sick. They sent everyone home. It was like a Thursday or Friday. And then they were back like the following week as if nothing happened. Yeah. So, which again, this is what Gina said as far as the protocol, 
goes for kids. You know, and I get like I, I don't think like one person getting sick should plummet everything. But fuck no. But at the same time, if if the cases, if it's a, a consistently like week by week by week, like it's just getting worse and worse, I think they really have to revisit it. We're not there at that point, so so far so good. But most schools haven't introduced more than a third of their population yet. Most schools, not you know, some have, yeah. some haven't. Some are just totally distance learning. There's nobody in the schools right now, and they're going yeah. against what Gina wanted everyone to do. She pretty much said like she pretty much gave everyone a hard deadline that you have to be at least. Well, she actually said that she wanted everyone back to full learning by mid October. She said that mid August, she's fucking loony. If she thinks that's going to happen. And like, there's already, she's already, uh, I guess, looking into taking legal action against Warwick, like, like the Warwick school district. Cause they're like, yeah, we're not going in at all. Really? Uh, we're staying home. Yeah. So there have already uh, she's like talking with Warwick parents to like file a lawsuit against Warwick public schools for not having kids in there right now. So Good. do you have any kids that are just like totally AWOL, like not doing their remote t- remote learning and stuff and there's no parents around to enforce it? Um, I mean, we're very early into the process, so I haven't really seen that as much with my kids, but I would imagine it's, it's going to be a rampant issue Yeah, for, you know, a lot of kids. Yeah, for sure. Keep those motherfuckers in school. Just bring them all back. Yes. You want you want help things tremendously. Just throw everyone back in the schools. What if they get sick? Then it doesn't help things. Send them home. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's as easy as that, though. There's plenty of states in the country that are doing that. Yeah, I don't think it's going that well, though. No, doesn't Uh, Texas still have like fifty thousand new cases a day? I mean, dude, the town I live in, again, of 250,000 people has had nine people died. Eight of them have been, like, over the age of 85. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that the younger populations so are not I, the ones I bet you the inner city of Houston and the inner city of Dallas are, yeah, maybe they're still, you know, having an uptick in cases. I think recently it's been going down for uh, a good period of time, but... Yeah. Okay, I mean, the kids get sick, they get sick, they go home, they recover, they come back. I don't think it's as easy as that. Yeah. Like, but what I, mean, I, I, I agree with you. And they get the parents sick and the parents have Yeah, asthma. there's it's it's a and lot more complicated. Now they're in the hospital that. like that could happen. Okay, well you can choose to keep your kid home and homeschool them if you have a family at risk. What if you have a job? Then you got to do both. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think just, that's realistic, think man. How how many people are like that? I think a it's lot. probably I think a decent really? amount of people that I you yeah. think a lot of parents that are fucking 40 years old have underlying conditions that put them at Dude, risk. There's a lot of fat, unhealthy people. Dude, in America. This, I mean, I mean, asthma is yeah. a pretty common thing. And that okay, guy's so considered because they're fat underlying. and unhealthy. We have to ha- force Adam to do both distance and in-person learning. Well, let me be clear, Ty. I would, and, I want the kids in as long as it's going to be safe for everybody involved. I just you, don't think we're there yet. And you deprive kids of, like, and, and they're young and they're impressionable and, like, keeping them at home hunkered down I don't think is, like, good at all for those kids. I, I, don't, I don't think it's crazy. At all. I, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's the part that we're disagreeing about. I mean, I'll be the first to say it. I would, I don't want, and I agree, Ty, I don't want to do, I'm literally going to have to make two lessons per, for one class every day. 
So I'm almost, I'm almost not, not completely doubling my work, but I'm almost doubling it. Cause I have to literally do two different things with two different groups of kids simultaneously. Didn't, don't get me wrong. I want the kids back in there, but I understand the reasons for why they aren't there. Okay, and I don't think it's realistic doing right that forever though. You're right. No, saying. you're right. We yeah, can't well, at I some point. It, so at some point they're going to like things. I hope, like I said, I hope this phasing in process works. I really do. And like you said, if the parent wants to take, keep their kid home, that's totally within their rights. And I think, honestly, I, I think when kids, I mean, at least for our school in particular, when kids hear that they have to come to school and they can't use any devices and they have to stay in one room for six and a half hours a day because they can't travel around the school because that's what the plan is going to be. I think well, a lot of them are going to want to opt out anyway and go home. But well, I, I, nice. I, 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 What's that? I, that doesn't matter, you know, what, what the kids think, right? Like, no, if I was in middle school, I would have said, yeah, I'm not going to school. If it was <laughs> yeah. up to me. Fuck that. That's man. what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like once, once they hear like, oh, so I can come to school, not leave a room and sit there. It just with... shouldn't be up to them, right? That's, that's no, no, it, it's not up to them. Trust me. It's, I, I'm saying like that point is that they're going to go bitch to their parents. And these days, parents buy whatever their kids say. So the parents would be like, yeah, I'm pulling my kid out. Not for everyone, but I think that's going to happen more often than not. I think there's a vast majority of parents who want their kids to get the fuck back in school. I think almost all parents. I, I would say most yeah. parents want their kids back in school. Yeah, yeah that's I, why I think again, need to I'm not disagreeing with you at all there. Up. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't disagreeing that kids shouldn't go back to school either, but I think they just need to do it smartly. Like what the NFL is doing is working because they had a plan, right? And they said, we're going to wear masks in the right situations, keep distance in the right situations, Whatever the processes may be. You know, what's funny is I was outside. uh, We took the dog to a a park up the road and like all these little neighborhoods have their own school, their own elementary school. And the park was right next to the elementary school. And there was actually outside phys ed class. And they were doing like this weird, I couldn't tell what the fuck they were doing. They were doing this weird game where they all stood far enough apart and just kind of like ran and all had masks on outside. Even outside. Wow. Yeah. Right. And I think states like that, you know, that have nice weather year round, that's a great benefit because we're, we're, our, our administration, well, that was phys ed option. Class, you know, yeah, no, it's phys ed, but like, you know, I, I think a lot of schools are, are doing that around the country, not just for phys ed, but they're literally taking their kids outside, not for every day, but they're just letting them just getting them out of a building and putting them in like an open space. But it just worried like, like the one thing we're all worrying about, especially up here. And I know for, for Ty, it's different because, you know, the weather's going to be fine year round in Texas for like for you guys to like go out and do stuff. But when the when the cold weather finally hits here, I mean, who I, I, I really do worry. It's going to be hell on earth. It's going to be yeah. terrible. And then I, I also wonder just how that's going to impact. Like, I wonder where we're going to be school wise by then, like if things are improving even if they're not improving or are improving, I think it's going to be bad. It's not going to be good um, because it's going to be less room for people to spread around. People are going to be hunkered down for longer in these small spaces. I mean, even schools. if school like move, like goes throughout the winter like just everyday life, like yeah, yeah. up in that area, you're forced like all like across the North in the country. It's like you're forced yeah. to yeah. be inside. It's just too uncomfortable to go outside. So right. that's kind of fucking and you know that those governors up there are going to shut shit down the minute yeah. things start to absolutely right. well did that, that cdc just... report today that they retracted that's what it pretty much said is like the main way people are getting covid right now is through aerosol in non-ventilated inside areas so like okay, of course if you're 
have a mask on. Like that shit's not going to That's spray. nothing new though, right? I mean, no, I no, but they're, they're just saying like, yeah, Hey, I thought that was like, sorry, they, they, yeah, it, it was announced a long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they were saying like, this is how the large majority of cases are happening right now is people being inside and not well ventilated areas and exercising things like that at gyms, bars, whether you're drunk talking into somebody's face. So my only point was like, if that's the evidence, yeah, dude, you're, there's no chance the governors are going to open inside restaurants at like serious capacities. If you can't open the windows and stuff like well, that, I, I fear they're not going to let any capacity in. Well, you can't shut down the economy again, dude. These businesses, it's going to be no business left. They did it and once. There's going to be they, no businesses bad left enough. if they do that. I, I know, but I don't think they didn't seem to care for much of the summer. Well, they, they let restaurants open for the summer. Like they, they got very creative around here where everybody had like an outside patio and then inside dining was open by June. I know, but uh, you, got, you still think, just think about it. Like think about how little people were there and how much money they would normally make, how much their rent is. Like yeah. those, those, those guys got like absolutely eviscerated. Well, I, I, some of the stats were crazy. Like 50 to 60% of small businesses have closed. So if, even if capacity stays the same, that's just going to continue to trend upwards. Yeah, it's going to get worse because then yeah. you're losing patios, etc. Right, it's right. Be ugly. <sighs> yeah. And and another thing about that, as it relates to the schools, like if if that happens, if the winter comes and things start to shut down, if if things start to ramp up, I have a hard time seeing that restaurants were going to be cutting down capacity significantly again. Obviously, the outside seating will be gone, other small businesses, and then somehow envisioning that our schools will be packed with kids and adults. I, I yeah. just don't see how. It'll, it'll go exactly. Together. I just don't see how, yeah, if we're going to go the way of the economy. So I think we're all in agreement. We want kids should be in school because, again, like Ty said, this, this is an important time of their life that they're never going to get back in terms of education and learning social and norms. They're not at and, risk. They're not at risk, but but they're but they're super spreaders, and that's that's the problem. I think that's it's not as much about the health of the kids, but obviously yeah. you know. And, and to and tell a parent their kid isn't at risk, they don't look at it like, like the way of the data. They say yeah. even if it's a one tenth of one percent chance, if my kid dies because I sent it to school, I would never live with myself. That's how. Oh, we, you agreed earlier that every parent wants their kid back into school. Well, that's why it's such a tough choice. Like I know Jill and Dan I don't think. They went back and forth like four times about sending Gabby to school before they decided to send her. Like kept flip-flopping. Right. Like are we being irresponsible by sending my kid? And like, even if there's a 1% chance they get sick and something happens, like, is that on us? No, it's not. And then, like, I mean, there's a 1% the chance of a lot of it. things happening to that kid. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that's why most parents are making the decisions they are, but I don't think it's an easy decision. I think it was a lot of parents losing sleep over it. I'm sure because I'm not a parent. I don't have a kid, but yeah, you know. Well, despite it, despite it being uh, a tough emotional decision, it's the rational one. That's why I think they come to it. It's like okay, well, I yeah. Once you talk yourself into it, you're like, yeah, okay. It's a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a percent that that could happen. So yep, yeah, and and, and you have a lot of these families, you know, like in especially inner city schools where their whole fucking family lives in the same like two or three bedroom apartment. Yeah, dude, like immigrant families. All it takes is one. And, and, and this is how it happened early on. Like, you know, and, and I think, I mean, I'm just going off of statistics. I mean, I think the more than half of cases in Rhode Island is just you know, obviously a small example. More than half of cases in Rhode Island at the height of this were low income 
you know, like uh, Hispanic families and those, they tend to live all like, like the like several generations are all in the, in one home. And, and it's, it's those kind of places that I would worry about with a 11 or 12 year old going to school who, again, like Ty said, you're right. The chances of that kid contracting the virus and dying from it or being, or just being severely ill are, are slim. Like they are. And, and, and all the stats prove that, but who knows where that kid's going to come in contact? Who's, who's gonna, that kid's going to come in contact with? Brings it home. Someone at home brings it somewhere else. I mean, it's, the kids should be in school. It's a risk. And I agree, Ty. It's the rational right decision. These kids should be back in school, but... It needs to be... I don't... The, I, the vast minority who are, like you said, concerned because there is a real issue at home you know what I mean, with someone who's unhealthy or very vulnerable, then you need to ha take some personal responsibility and own the decisions that you have to make for the better of, you know, the betterment of your family. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's part of being a parent in sucks. general. It yeah. sucks. And it's not fair. And it's going to be incredibly difficult for that kid having to miss out for, you know, probably this whole year of school. Right. But it's crazy to think about. There, yeah. there, there's going to be a fraction of a percent of those kids that are, that should be in those, that situation. And so, yeah. it's, uh, you know, we need to stop doing the, you know, do for everybody what's best for the very, very few. Or at least get a plan in place. A plan would be nice. Yeah, good. Yeah. Jared loves buzzwords. No, I love plans. Plans get things done. I'm going to get things done guy. What's a, what's a plan? Give me a plan. A plan is Okay rules, processes, guidelines. <laughs> More <things>. buzzwords. <laughs> when, when, it, when it comes to a school, it's, I don't know, we check your temperature when you come in. If you get high temp, you go to the nurse's office. We're definitely not doing course. that, that's for sure. We, we, I can we, tell we, you we right now We clean your desks. Then. Kids wear masks in these environments. Or not these you know what the only like, protocol like we're taking right now? I sign a piece of paper in the morning and say I'm in school, and I check off the day. That's it. <laughs> that's the only precaution that, that's being business, taken. Business as usual. This business as usual at Western Hills. Classes are just as packed. Well, I mean, they're working their way up to that. But, yeah. I mean, well, what, I don't think the, it's going to sort of get there. What the federal government should do is, you know, instead of just giving the states money through the, the relief package that they'll never pass <laughs> – just to, like write in that they're getting one of those infrared scanners or two of those infrared scanners. Like, why not yeah. do that? So that or every school has, has, you know what I mean? Has that where at least you can fall back on being able to push out before they get in the people who are experiencing symptoms. Yeah. That, I, I mean, would, that, that'd be, that'd be pretty fucking awesome if we could, uh, well, we can give them billions of dollars. Why can't we just yeah. mandate that they, you know, I'm sure it would take do nothing yeah, astronomically. Yeah, even if it's not infrared, just like some something to help again, because like like we're saying, and we oh, said those this things before, are like ten grand. I mean, it's not like the end of the world. They could easily yeah. do it. And and those those will hundred percent. They'll check temperature. Oh yeah. no, they're okay. Yeah. So they're just they're just checking. They're just checking temperature in general. Which okay. you'll probably infrared get infrared COVID readers. Yeah, like <laughs> that'd be sweet. Well, I, I that's I was like, trying to think like other than, it, just, it just shoots you with a tranquilizer. Well, I'm dart saying because we have heaven. like the the heat, we have like the temperature guns. I just thought this was like a, a step above that. So, so it's I was like just a, trying a to camera think. Yeah, that checks everybody's temp as they walk in the uh, door. Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty fucking sick. Yeah, you could have that all the time and just right. send these sick little kids home. But yeah, but instead they'll take the money and either give it to 
you know, the teachers or rebuild well, part of the school. They're probably not going to give it to us, but they'll give it to something else or someone else where it shouldn't go. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, instead of just giving money. It's a, it's a coronavirus relief package. Like, yeah, money should be spent. You know, I'm sure there's a ton, a million other things. But, you know, if you want kids in the school, that's a pretty safe precaution. Now, if only we can get Congress to pass a package. Say, how many months ago did we put the over-under <laughs> on next Monday? Oh my Two God. Ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, did you guys see it here? Coventry cut all sports and extracurricular activities. That's I awful. Dude, that's literally every other year. That's like on the table. But they've never done it in the school year where the school year. Started. No, you're right. Not in the school it. year. You're it's right. It's always, they figure it out by summer. And you know, who has some of the highest paid teachers in the state? Is it Coventry? It, Coventry is like number four in the state, and but they, they continue some of the highest taxes in the state that too. And they, and they somehow don't have enough money for the five or six schools that they have take them the down though a corrupt government that you can <laughs> infiltrate and <laughs> most people like be, one that of would those... be a fantastic like insider reporting <laughs> just break your I way into coventry high school <laughs> riveting conspiracy theory report it'd be like spot like spotlight but it needs to be more on the conspiracy that's what i mean you need to do some yeah our journalism and get some it real would be facts like what was that movie about the guy, the lady who caught the um, Golden State Killer? It would be like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I'd have to spend like a year researching it. And then you can just be blog. like Spotlight, but instead yeah. of undercovering, you know, child molestation in churches, just, you can just look up mismanagement of funds. And I juxtapose everything in Coventry's town council to China's treatment of the Uyghur Muslims. <laughs> it all comes back to China. <laughs> it is just compared like, them next to each other. Just like the docuseries, he'd get addicted to painkillers and he'd be on this weird sleep schedule and he'd be like, hey man, what's going on? He'd be like, man, I just, I'm almost there. I got <laughs> I'm, take, I'm close. Xanax, Adderall, just Ambien, th- dude, and coffee Adam, all at the same time. Adam, think about what he can look like on uh, six hours of sleep <laughs> and the bags under those eyes. Now, just imagine a fucking drug bender for oh half a God. year. Dude, imagine the my bags. Bag. Holy shit. No, you look good right now. You've been getting some sleep. Well, you, you've been, you've been, va- you've been, va- you've been vacation mode the last month, I feel like. I haven't worked in months. You've been living the teacher. <laughs> You've been living the summer teacher life. Feels pretty good, Hell though, yeah. huh? Hell yeah. yeah. Let's see if I still have a job in a few weeks. But <laughs> right. Oh, you still us, work here? Shit. Give us most thoughts. So it's actually a good segue from one of our earlier topics. Um, if this is about the Supreme Court. Before I, before, I, before I let you continue, hold on. Can, do, you, do we have any dating updates? Any worth, anything worth sharing? Nothing worth sharing since Friday. No, okay, like, okay. A couple oh, of inch conversations, it that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. we yeah. yeah. All right, um, no, it is not Supreme Court. It is fall. Fall is here. In Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first day of fall. Yeah. Well, in, in Mo's eyes, it's already fall because it's 45 <laughs> fucking degrees in the morning and it's wow. super cold. Uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, dude, I was, I was thinking about oh, it today, man. man. I don't know if it's something wrong with me, but once I get a chill, like it takes me hours to warm up. <laughs> It's awful. Dude, you are literally like an 80-year-old man. Oh, it's scary. awful. Like, I don't know. Maybe I got, did you guys have your heat on yet, Adam? No, we haven't had our heat on. Yeah, same here. Like, yeah, but you kick, know kick Adam will live on. in fucking Dude, I, I will wear. I'll be like the kid from like a Christmas story, just wearing like the 20 layers of coats and, and <laughs> pants. And I, I, uh, before, before I turn the heat on, are you kidding me? I can't wait to see how you do camping this weekend with zero camping gear and survive a 45-degree night. 
Hey, well, you think it'll get that cold when we're camping? As it has been past few nights. We, we may look out um, Friday and Saturday because I think it's not going to – I mean, it's going to be in the 50s. I'm not saying it's going to be warm, but, yeah, I'm going to have to layer up big time. Yeah. But, but, there, might, there might be an REI trip in the future. Yeah, before, you have to uh, get camping. a sleeping bag. Um, yes. But what I was going to say about – camping? Yeah, we're this, going this camping at, uh, at Burlingame. Oh, three, uh, you guys are? Well, yeah, us and then uh, a person from work and some of her friends and who camps a lot. So we're, we're are you going, Jared? Forces. Yeah, I'm gonna be them oh, down there. Man. Camping sucks. Well, I think That's the it. last time we camped, all three yeah. of us was yeah. Burlingame. Yeah, so. it was fun. We were all ready to off ourselves by Sunday morning. But. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll have fun. I'm yeah. at the point where I'll I'll hang out outside, and then next time we do that, I'll just like wait, and you know, as soon as you guys are going to bed, be like, I'll right, 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 be back in, in the morning. Right. I'll, be I'll see you guys at eleven. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake you up. Ties in like the mo- at, at like the Holiday Inn down the road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get my fresh coffee at the it is king size bed. <laughs> Show up with the sports shower. radio, driving back to Burlingame. That's He's actually just, that's a pretty good idea, dude. You, you disgusting <laughs> fucking homeless people, unshowered. Teeth yeah, on brush. You, you, you just set up the camping Waking area up, and then it gets Cheetos. like. <laughs> Sounds like a camping breakfast to me. Disgusting. That's a normal breakfast. That's a normal breakfast, yeah. All right. Fall. <laughs> Let's hear so, it. So I don't know what it is about fall, but I'm wondering, Ty, now that you're in Dallas, do people go absolutely nuts when it turns to fall and just like. The only analogy I could think of earlier was it's like basic bitches think they're going to come out of their cocoon as butterflies when fall comes. Like I was at Trader Joe's yesterday and there is literally a pumpkin item on every single aisle. Like every end cap was pumpkin maple syrup, pumpkin cupcakes, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin pancake mix, pumpkin tortilla chips, pumpkin salsa, pumpkin beer, like is I know in New England, people just lose their fucking mind when fall comes. And they're like, oh, it's fall. The leaves are changing. Pumpkin spice lattes. Is it like that in Texas, too? It's not fall, dude. It won't be fall till like, fucking November. So there's De- no sight there's, there's no of pumpkin things around you right now? No. Wow. No, dude, it's... It Could was, a pumpkin it even 80, survive? It was 85 degrees today, dude. Jesus. I mean, that's it's still going to be in like the low 80s and then in October, it'll be like in the 70s. I think the low for today is 43 for tonight. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Fuck. Yeah, I think 42, it's, like it's going to be 42 tonight. I think today was like a high of 63. So, yeah, it's I mean, which is funny because I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like in years past, like September just, yeah, and early September October is really nice. is. is not even just nice. There's times when it gets to like in the 80s. Yeah, usually like on, it's like 70s like most of the month. Yeah. We just totally skipped that, dude. I, I read somewhere so. it was because of the, the fires. Something no, I thought you were going to say because of global warming. <laughs> no, no. Something with the smoke in the sky and like... I mean, we... Because I, I, I actually has, think that's true. It's, yeah. yeah. It's because it's, it, of global warming is we don't have like real seasons anymore. It's like... No, they're gone. Summer and winter. I'm it's just brutal, used to dude. it being a lot warmer at this time of the year. Like people always said, like yeah, summer doesn't start till July, but it goes through September now. Like seasons got pushed back. No, this year we just got July and August, and now it's forty-five at night. <laughs> it's late October. <laughs> and Mo has now. seasonal depression to the max. Now, yeah, uh, may, um, once if it you starts see any getting furnished darker, rentals right? available in Dallas for the winter, let me know. Oh, well, dude, the, the, weather, dude, the weather down here now is like fucking awesome. 
like it's finally like cooled down and it's like in that low 80s where like it, it's just warm and it feels good you know what i mean it's not hot at all and i'm just like this is what i'm fucking talking about yeah that sounds and hopefully great. i'll have the the weather that i love for fall in like december it'll be like in the 60s and 70s yeah and then it'll warm up by march and you don't have a real winter well, you're good yeah i'll still be on the golf course in january I'll be um, in the noose by January. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I'm going to turn the It'll fucking Zoom camera. I'm going to turn the Zoom camera up one time. It's going to be Mo's body just swaying. Yeah. So the ceiling fan <laughs> above with the belt. Hey, that'd be some real creative uh, commitment. I, Make the, set Adam and I would still record. Tripod. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'd still. All right, Adam. So uh, we would mourn your loss and like, all right, well, uh, what are we going to talk about today? You, yeah. Some you back Phoenix to uh, virtual learning yet, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Here we just hear. But um, I just wanted to see if people liked fall and love fall as much in Texas uh, yeah, as I'll they are obsessed here. We'll see. I don't. I don't really go to the grocery store a ton, but um, I'll look when I next time I go. I haven't seen anything recently. Check out the pumpkins. To check out yeah. that seasonal section. No, this wasn't the seasonal section. This was the entire fucking. Grocery no, I'm just store. saying. It was appalling. For him, it would probably be the seasonal section. I don't think they go that pumpkin crazy down there. Yeah, they had imagine. pumpkin butter, pumpkin bread. Pumpkin. What's the, what's the craze with pumpkin? At all. That's the funny what's the part. What's the craze with pumpkin? No, the thing I got was mixed and make chocolate chip pumpkin bread. Ooh, baby. Yeah. But oh, is pumpkin yeah. like, do you guys love pumpkin? No. Sometimes, pumpkin yeah. I, I, I mean, like certain things with pumpkin. Like, I won't drink pumpkin coffee. Okay. Like, I, I like, like a it. good pumpkin, like, fall beer. Yeah, but other than one or, that, one or there's two. not there's not one pumpkin related item that dude I go crazy for. Go to Trader Joe's and they have a bunch of weird shit like Jared was talking about. I remember having these like pumpkin like cookies with like little a little filling in the middle. It was incredible. <laughs> it, it was like a just cream cheese like, filling or something. Kind of, and it was yeah. just like a you know a little bit of pumpkin and. Oh my god! Like yeah, I guess it would right. have to be a beer or a pastry for me to like even consider a pumpkin yeah. thing. But even then, I don't crave it. It's just not something I I look for. Pumpkin pie? Nah, not a pumpkin pie guy. No, it's weird. All right, that's, that's, that's most thoughts. That, that, Fall that, is here. That is some deep shit. I told you, I wasn't having many deep thoughts. You did, today. Yeah, you, you did warn us. My brain. So, you did warn us that there wasn't too much for most thoughts. Fall. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Fall. It's here. It's cold. Lots of pumpkin. They got right. that in Texas. That's all I got. Well, we uh, we made it through. We did. We did almost fucking two hours after uh, recording, like seven, you know, seventy-two hours ago. So, hopefully, it doesn't suck too bad. Can we get some seas predictions Wednesday? Oh, wait, Wednesday or Tuesday? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, damn. Yeah. I oh, think we win dude, by winning. ten at least because Hayward's going to get winning. healthier. It's a weeknight, so I won't be drinking, so I won't be asleep. So that kind of lessens our chances a little bit. But, yeah, I, I would say Celtics at least by 10. Hopefully Adam falls asleep. Right. Maybe you I'm guys – Emma, yeah. slip you an Ambien. I was going to say, you can just start talking to Emma. Maybe she'll just, yeah, knock me out. She would do it for at us. At the end of the third. Maybe. Depends on how I was that day. So, But I, I think we'll the see. series is ours. I really do. I think we, we've outplayed we've outplayed them – I just love how nine, confident nine. we are now after like <laughs> crumbling game one and two. We win one game and we're right. like, fuck yeah, the series is ours. Well, well we've literally it's over. played them. <laughs> it's over. 
We've outplayed them 80% of the minutes in this series. I know. You're right, though. It, yeah, but they're, they're, a, they're still a better team from a perspective of they make playing as a few team. mistakes. Yes. Yeah. And they don't lose their minds when, you know, they need to preserve a lead. Yeah. And but yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, I have to give him a lot of credit because for someone that doesn't score, and maybe it's just the last three games, but it's not like he's like the go-to offensive guy on every possession. I mean, at the end of the game, they want the ball in his hands, but I feel like he does so much without having to score yeah. for that team. They're the definition of team basketball. I bet they don't I, ISO like us. No. <laughs> but, but, I mean, up until the last four minutes, we played team basketball and looked awesome. We beat that zone. I think I saw a stat, and obviously I wasn't coherent to notice this, so I had to look up it, look it up after. I think, didn't Marcus Smart, like, score the last, like, 10 points of the game? Yeah. Or something like all, that? It was at all free throws. Yeah, wow. went to the line five times. Yeah. Well, I don't know what his contract is, but we he's whatever it is. Penny. Whatever yeah. it is, it's a fucking bargain, and he, he deserves every, yeah, like Ty said, every fucking penny. But, but what Amazing. I loved was that he didn't need to be our leading scorer in game three. Yes. We he was allowed to be Marcus Smart. We didn't rely on, from what I remember from the game, we weren't relying on Marcus Smart yeah. the entire game. Yeah. So. so we'll do that. And then Monday is, next Monday is the day before the debate, I think. Let's say the 21st, right? Tuesday, yeah, a week from tomorrow yeah. is the debate. So Nine o'clock, do- I think. So it's so, a little later, Mo. That's oh. like comparing. <laughs> that's like comparing a friggin' raisin to like an elephant. Like it, it's not even on the same. Like if you're comparing, it's literally apples to oranges. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Biden quote right there. The more I hear it, to like an oh elephant. Oh my god! I don't know where I was going with that. What was this other one? I didn't label this one. Is there an actual soundboard on the uh, on the software you have? Cannot compare Rhode Island. Now, obviously, you cannot compare Rhode Island to, to Texas. It, it, it's too. It's it's literally like two different <laughs> countries. Can you, two different countries. <laughs> oh, sometimes they get. Sometimes the cart gets out ahead of the horse. You know, it just it happens. <laughs> I think I could be a rodeo clown. I think I could be a rodeo clown. I think I could be a rodeo clown. What was that? Is that when we were too? talking about the heart, like the hardest sports or like, most <laughs> yeah. okay. I was just yeah. saying, I, I don't, I barely remember that. It's just that sad one. though. Like I, I did those like the, after the first fucking three episodes, I haven't done any since. I've just been so goddamn lazy. Yeah. It's the fall. <laughs> it's the fall, man. Comes back to fall in China. Fall, we just eat pumpkin and get lazy. Sign us off, baby. I love you guys.